Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll take stock of Canada, specifically real estate in Toronto. We're going to find out comparisons between Toronto and some major U.S. metropolitan areas. And as much as the Canadian dollar has gained about 5.5% against the U.S. dollar since the beginning of the year, currently trading at uh, one thirty to the U.S. dollar. That's all coming up on Taking Stock. Right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim Fox. Just getting word from ESPN that Nike has re-signed Derek Jeter. Nike shares up now by 2.3%. Equities climbing for a third day, sending the Dow Jones into Industrial average above its record close for May 2015 as investors weigh corporate health amid the start of the earnings season. Right now, we have got the S&P 500 index up 17 to 2154, a gain of eight tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 135 points to 18,363 record territory on the Dow, up right now by eight tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite Index up 39 points to 5,028, a gain of eight tenths of one percent. The ten-year down 26 30 seconds. The yield 1.51 percent, and gold is down 22.70 the ounce to 13.33, a drop there of 1.7 percent. Amazon holding its second annual Prime Day, a day of Black Friday-like deals for customers and an opportunity to get more people to sign up for its Amazon Prime service. Amazon's effort to woo shoppers with exclusive deals, though, has left many frustrated as they struggle to add items to their online shopping carts. Poonam Goyal is a senior retail analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. Well, it definitely indicates the magnitude of traffic, and it is a glitch, so it will push some purchases out or even maybe turn some customers away because, once again, the customer wants ease at checkout, and if that's not happening, you know, there's only so many times you're going to hit that button, order, 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 before you give up and go away. And on an update, for the rest of the market, Amazon trading lower today by 1%. Again, the S&P 500 index up 17 to 21.54, up 8 tenths of 1%. 2.32 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Matt Miller. Bernie Sanders has endorsed Hillary Clinton for president. The two appeared side by side at a campaign event in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, where Sanders said Clinton will make an outstanding chief executive. Secretary Clinton has won the Democratic nominating process. President Obama is in Dallas, where at this hour he is scheduled to speak at a memorial service for those five police officers gunned down last week. He also met with the families of the victims. White House spokesman Josh Earnest said the president called the families of Alton Sterling and Philando Castile, the two black men killed by police in Louisiana and Minnesota, last week. Meanwhile, House Speaker Paul Ryan is praising the police chief in Dallas in the wake of last week's murders. I think what we should be focused on right now are solutions. I think what we should be focused on is listening to people in communities who have done a good job of merging law enforcement with the communities so that these kinds of problems don't occur. I think I think Chief Brown's done a phenomenal job in this crisis. And I think if you look at what he had done before uh, by merging the community, by having community policing and solutions, there's a lot for us to learn from. 
Workers in Atlantic City have approved a new contract with three casinos while a strike continues at the Trump Taj Mahal. The local 54 union says workers from the Three Caesars Entertainment-owned casinos voted to ratify their new contract last night. Workers at Harrah's, Bally's, and Caesars reached a deal July 1st. A vote on the contract reached with the Tropicana is scheduled for Thursday. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Matt Miller. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping stocks higher, S&P and the Dow trading at records. S&P 500 index up 17 to 2154, a gain of eight-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Palatin. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. House prices in Toronto, they continue to surge as would-be buyers struggle with a lack of supply in a red-hot real estate market. This all according to a report released by the Toronto Real Estate Board. So while there are there opportunities in real estate in Toronto compared to metropolitan regions in the United States? Mariana Dursikova is a broker for U-Town Home Exclusive and the Pemberton Group, and she joins us now from Toronto, Canada. Mariana, thank you very much for being with us. Tell us about the uh, the current state of the real estate market for residential properties in Toronto. Well, thank you for having me. Um, there is no denial that the Toronto is the uh, commercial and a cultural heart of uh, Canada. It is, uh, it is definitely becoming a world-class city over the next couple of years. Last year, we uh, bypassed Chicago, and we became the fourth largest city in North America with the 2.8 million uh, people living in a, in a city, city of Toronto, and then over 6 million people living in a GTA. Um, when you compare the prices uh, um, compared to, let's say, New York market, we are definitely underpriced, and you can go further and just all over the globe and compare the prices of the of the real estate uh, to to London and other metropolitan in a, in the world. Um, on average, the prices in uh, Toronto are probably three to five times. Uh, less and cheaper than than what you guys are experiencing in New York. Well, an average house in Canada's largest city, Toronto, mm-hmm. costs about $750,000 in June. And that's a nearly 17% increase from June of 2015. Correct. What do you get for that kind of money? Well, you probably get around 15, uh, 15 to 1,800 square feet townhouse. Uh, frontage probably anywhere between uh, 15 to 20, 20 feet. And what about the buying capacity, the, the, the supply that would match the buyers? In other words, I understand that the, there's a, not a great deal of supply on the market. There is, it's definitely what we're experiencing right now is a seller's market. There is definitely a shortage, and that's why the prices, as you can see when you look at the comparisons between the 2015 and the and current year, the prices for the townhouses increased by 15.7%. And some of the regions in Toronto, like Peel or Halton, York and Durham, I wonder if you could tell us about those areas for people that are not familiar with Toronto. So these are uh, part of the GTA, and they are known as a... The Greater Toronto Area. Correct. 
Correct, and they are known as the 905 area, so uh, suburbia of the of the Toronto. People typically gravitate towards those those areas as they can get a larger home for a, for a less money, but they often dealing with the with the commute. So even the prices in a in a GTA are increasing over the over the last. They has increased over the last year, uh, but mostly they really increase in a in a downtown area in a 416 area. Tell us about that 416 area and also maybe just add in a little bit about luxury because I understand that the mm-hmm. price of luxury uh, apartments has uh, increased. The $4 million plus category has seen the biggest sales volume increase Correct. Uh, in, in, uh, in, Can- in Toronto. Correct. So, so in the last few years, it was, uh, it was market as a million dollar and plus market. Today I would really go as far as push it to the three million and up because the average price uh, for a detached home in a 416 in the in downtown area is 1.2 million. So that typically buys you uh, a detached home in a, in, 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 in a prime neighborhood. But if you're really looking for something luxurious, you're going to have to probably spend more than $3 million. That applies for a detached home, for a townhouses, and also for a, a condominiums. Now, Mariana, you spoke earlier about the quality of life in Toronto. I'm wondering if you could offer some details about schools and how they compare with uh, perhaps educational institutions in the United States. Uh, we are very similar in terms of the of the quality of the lifestyle that you experience, let's say, in New York. The schools, there is a great educational system on an elementary level, on a high school level. Also on a on a university level, they, we have the well-known university on the world. We attract uh, a lot of international students. I'm talking about the University of Toronto. And uh, in terms of the of the healthcare, uh, people have the access, and you know it's 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 free. So it's a little bit of socialist uh, approach that Canada Canada has, and people people do like it. Um, in terms of the culturally, you know, we have a variety and the, and the various museums. We have the AGO, we have the we have the ROM, we have the, a lot of uh, culture exhibitions. Uh, a lot of well-known artists come to come to Toronto. They are attracted because of the vibe and because of the lifestyle of the of that the city has to offer. Um, in terms of the restaurants, uh, Vogue magazine just named uh, Toronto in their March issue as a place to go and, and visit for all the foodies. I want to thank you very much uh, for sharing these details uh, with us. Uh, Mariana Dursakova is a broker, a U-Town Home exclusive broker at the Pemberton Group in Toronto, Canada. And just to note that the uh, S&P TSX Composite Index of Canadian stocks year-to-date up more than 11%. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg. Coming up, he was the chief executive of Apple, chief executive of PepsiCo. Now he's got a new book, John Scully's Moonshot, Game-Changing Strategies to Build Billion-Dollar Businesses. That's next.